Hi! Welcome to a podcast of Smut and Dragons, where two MILFs talk about books that have dragons, smut, and sometimes both. Please note that neither of these MILFs claim to be experts in literature, but we are experts on vibes. We may occasionally spoil an extremely minor plot point, but we'll keep it to the first few chapters. Honestly, if it really bothers you that much, are you okay? Is everything alright at home? You can tell us, bestie. We love you. Oh, wow. Hey, listen, if your crying doesn't make me cry, you're just going to need to throw your degree in the fireplace, your theater degree. (laughs) That that theater degree that has led us so far. I know. (laughs) Um... Welcome back, everybody. Welcome, everyone, to a podcast of Smut and Dragons. I'm Jillian. I'm Maggie. Welcome home, Jillian. Hi. I've been on vacation for two weeks at the beach. It has been my best life. Grueling (laughs) and horrible. Horrible. The horror. Oh, God. Not a funny word has been spoken. Nobody said a single joke for two weeks. I haven't heard a single obnoxious laugh that's pierced my ears. Oh my gosh. None of it. Terrible. No, I'm glad you had a good time. I heard you read a lot of books while you were there. I read a lot of books. I, well, I read... God, that sounds nice. I caught up on series. Oh, see, that's nice. And, um, how many books did I read? Hold on, let's open Storygraph. Okay. Yes. We love Storygraph. If you guys um, didn't know, I love Storygraph. Yeah. Fun fact also about um, us and this podcast is that we can't really like actually we say like we're going to read in uh, the next book in the series. But really, we probably won't <laughs> because of this I do. I, I, I try to. I've read 44 books this year. I'm so proud of you. That's amazing. Isn't that good? It's July. I know. One, two, three, four, five, six books. That's great. Beach. That's really great. Um, three were from the same series that I started at the beach. I sort of read them out of order. It's a contemporary romance series. Oh, okay. Um, and then one was this one, and then one was the new Duskwalker Brides book. Sure. You gotta, you gotta catch up. I had, I, I can never miss a Duskwalker Brides no, book. No, you can't. I'm not, I'm not. Do you have the physical copy of that no. one? Oh, you, those are all on, on Kindle, Kindle Unlimited. Kindle Unlimited. That's mm-hmm. great. Kindle Unlimited. Um, yeah. That's good. I know. I'm happy for you. I have read... How many have I read? Let me look. Uh, I finished The Gargoyles Captive oh my God. yesterday. Did you love it? I I loved it. I liked how that one... I actually like that one more than the... Um, the Kraken one? The Kraken one. I agree. I would say... Mm. Oof. You haven't read The Demon's Bargain, have you? I did. You did? Yeah, I did read The Demon's Bargain. I liked that one as well. I liked well. that one too. Mm-hmm. Um, These are books um, by Katie Roberts. Yes. These are the monster romance books yeah, that she the has. Deal with the Demon series? Yeah, A Deal with the Demon. Um, so it starts with The Dragon's Bride. The Dragon's Bride. Which is kind of the whole inspiration for this podcast. <laughs> We love our dragon man. We love our dragon man. Soul for life. Soul for life, literally. Um, 
soul for life. <laughs> I'm, doing, I'm doing two fingers on top of each other. <laughs> because, of his, because of his two dicks. <laughs> yeah, soul did have two dicks. That was a fun... That was a that fun was little fun. detail. Was a fun um, little detail. Back to how many books I've read. I've read 22. <gasps> exactly half, exactly the half of the amount of bo- but the books But my that books I've read. have been like... Larger. How many pages is that? Some of them have been 900 pages. Oh, how many pages have I read? That's a great question. On the pie chart, it says how many books and how many pages. Guys, if you're not on Storygraph, what are you doing? Uh, literally. Storygraph is so good. I love it so much. Goodreads is amazing. Throw, I'm, I threw Goodreads away. I, I, I have not touched Goodreads. But um, Storygraph, unbelievable. Love it. Wait, where, how, where do you see how On many pages? On the pie chart, above the pie chart where it says that that many books. Oh, you still have read so many more pages than I have. How many pages okay. you read? Uh, 8,258 Okay, I've read 14,904 pages. That's amazing. I know. That's Good for great. me. Okay, well, anyway. <laughs> Um, where were we? In case anyone was wondering if there was a way to win reading. (laughs) Jillian won. I'm currently winning out of the two of us. I know I'm not winning out of other people because there's some people on TikTok who are like, here's the 20 books I read in May. And I'm like, how? Those people are, do not have kids. What are you doing? Those people don't have kids. That's the only. How are you doing that? That's the only. That's the only thought that I can. That's the only excuse that I have for that is they have kids. I don't know how they're doing that. I couldn't do that even before I had kids. That's true. I don't think I could either. There's so many like responsibilities and other know. things and just other things like eating <laughs> and staring at the wall and contemplating your life and going on a walk going going on a walk sitting, anyway sitting with your cat we're off on a tangent here. we are um, um should we talk about books perhaps i mean if you want to I mean, if you want to <laughs> fuck <laughs> <laughs> We went one, two, three, rock. One, two, three, rock. Okay. Don't shoot scissors. <laughs> Don't do it. Don't do it. One, two, three, rock. <laughs> we did rock again. Wow, this really took us a minute to get. Sorry, guys. Okay, How one more we... time. One more okay. time. One more time. We're just not, not on a groove. You've been gone too long. Okay, here we go. One, one two, two, three, three. paper. Damn it. Okay. okay. All right. I did rock again. Maggie did you paper. You did do rock again. Yeah. I didn't think about it. I just put my hand down. I just, and let I just was, was throwing fists. You were fisting. <laughs> I was fisting. <laughs> oh man. Okay. Anyway, what's your book today, Maggie? Oh, let me cleanse my palate. You gotta hydrate so that you have room for the tears to come out. <laughs> you gotta have enough tears. Oh my God! I totally forgot. I have something for us. Oh. <gasps> oh my gosh uh, they're like wiggly little i little have stretchy <gasps> i have stretchy fidget string oh my gosh for us little neurodivergent girlies oh my god they're like silicone little worms and we can sit here and they can stretch up to eight feet apparently why <laughs> why, um, why would you need it to do that i don't know but you have it just in case but, okay. so and they're quiet so so here we are. We got fidgets. Oh my god, this is good. This okay. is really good. This is good. Tell me so, what's your book. My book, yeah, is called. I don't really need the fidget right now because I have. <laughs> I'm the one talking. Yes. Okay. Stone Blind by Natalie oh. Haynes. <gasps> this is a Medusa retelling. Jillian. <gasps> Maggie. Jillian. Maggie. 
It's okay. So this is, um, like I said, this is a Medusa retelling, and when I tell you, um, I cried, I sobbed, I, um, not in the way that I thought I would, and it's, and there were a lot of things I didn't expect. So. I'm probably going to spoil a lot of things because this myth has been out for, um, spoiler. Spoilers for Medusa. Spoilers for the myth of Medusa. This has been out for a while. If you don't know. um, That's your fault. That's your fault. Um, so I'm going to kind of quickly go over as best as I can the myth of Medusa as we have known it. Mm -hmm. So Medusa is the daughter of... Uh, uh, Forces and Sato, which are like ocean gods, minor ocean gods, not quite Poseidon, but mm-hmm. they're minor ocean gods. And um, she is mortal somehow, but she is washed up on the shore to her two garg- <clears throat> Gorgon sisters, Steno and Uriali. Oh. Maybe is her name. Okay. It's hard to um, pronounce. Um, but they, she's washed up on the shore and she has wings and she otherwise looks very much like a mortal. Okay. Um, Steno and Uriali are gorgons. They have tusks. They have wings. They have claws. They have snakes for hair. They have all of that stuff. Hell yeah, brother. So that's all that's really known about Medusa or told about Medusa. So right. she washes up on the shore. She grows up. Um, her gorgon sisters raise her and, um... Uh, in the myth, she is quote unquote seduced by Poseidon uh-huh. in the temple of Athena. Uh-huh. Okay, and as you know, the Greek gods do not like when their temples are um, messed with. Certainly not Athena and Poseidon. They have beef. They have huge beef, and this adds to their beef. Um, and Athena gets real pissed, and she can't punish Poseidon because he's another god. So she goes and curses Medusa to sprout snakes for hair and basically become a Gorgon. And, um, but she can, anytime she looks at someone, she turns them to stone. Yeah. Okay. Then we have Perseus. So mm-hmm. this is the myth of Medusa. Then we have Perseus. Uh, Perseus, I'm going to wrap up his story because there's a whole bunch of shit with his. Yeah. But Perseus has got he's a lot going the, on. He's the son of Zeus. Aren't yeah. they? Aren't they all? Aren't they all? <laughs> aren't we all? So many sons of Zeus, and he shows up, um, and he's like his his mother is basically a king wants to marry her because she's very beautiful, and he's like, no, I don't want you to go, and she doesn't want to go, and the king looks at him and goes, okay, well, bring me the head of a gorgon, and then I'll reconsider. Damn. And he's like, okay, and he goes off and goes on this quest, and all of these gods help him, and they're piling on things to help him with this stuff. Um, so he has the, the the helmet of Hades that makes him invisible. He's got the Hermes sandals that make him fly. He's got like the as what you call it curved sword. He's got a whole suite of legendary items of legendary items to kill this woman, this thing. Um, that is this poor innocent this, this monster that is you know literally doing nothing to anyone minding um, their own business so she he goes cuts off he basically finds her cuts off her head and brings it back and lo and behold everybody's happy the end the Medusa's end. dead who cares who gives a shit right. okay so 
That's the myth of Medusa. This book, what I love is I am loving this trend. I don't, I hate calling it a trend, but I love this like feminist retelling of all of these books from the female perspective. Yes. And the really great thing about this book, which is also a one star review, weirdly enough, Mm. is that there are all, there's so many POVs. This was a, one person said there's too many POVs, too many different perspectives. But the reason is the story because this story has so many components to it, the origins of Medusa, the origins of Perseus, right? they're all told from the female perspective. Mm-hmm. So every single goddess that's involved, every single mortal woman oh. that's involved, Perseus's story is told from either Athena's perspective or his mother's perspective or even... Um, there is one point where it's told from like Panopea, which is like, uh, she's like an ocean goddess that can see everything. Oh. So every single person's perspective is female in nature. And because of that, it we never know the male's perspective. And honestly, I don't care don't to care. know. Don't care to know. He's just Ken. So he... <laughs> And he should be fine with it. <laughs> so, Medusa, like I said, we, from the get-go, it's like, how is she just seduced by Poseidon? Right. And how is this her fault? Mm-hmm. So, obviously, in this particular story, Poseidon rapes her. Right. And Zeus is out here raping people. Right. Poseidon's out here raping people. It's awful. Yeah. And these gods are just going around doing whatever they want. Right. What I really love, um, I'm trying to like organize my thoughts here because there's so many things I want to talk about. Yes. Um, the scene with Medusa and Poseidon is truly devastating. Yeah. It's terrible. Um, but because this is all from a female perspective, one thing that I low-key did not expect but love and find hilarious is Athena. She is so funny because like Athena fully... Everyone's tone is so different in every perspective. And like every chapter, when you switch to a different point of view, I don't know how to explain it because you know you're reading another character when you switch point of views in people's stories. But even the tone of the writing, Mm -hmm. the style of the writing changes. Right. It almost, it goes from like snarky Athena, who's smart, but also in a way very naive. Right. Because she doesn't actually know a lot about the mortal world. Right. And is very just like matter of fact about the the way things should be. Right. When it's much more nuanced than that. And because of that, Athena is so funny. Right. Um, But and then you go from that to like Danae, who is Perseus's mother. And it's just devastating. And like. But there's also this drive of, like, because so many bad things happen to her. And she's just like, I'm just trying to survive in Save My Son. And then you go to Andromeda, who is Perseus's soon-to-be wife. And, of course, Medusa, who... Medusa is, like, so sweet and so innocent. (laughs) And what really and I'm trying not I'm gonna try not to cry but I am gonna read a quote um and I might cry at that point her relationship with her sisters is truly the sweetest and most heartbreaking 
part of the entire book. Oh, fuck. Um, Backstory. Maggie has two sisters. I do have two sisters. <laughs> <laughs> and it is... It is truly, like, okay, so there's one particular scene. So this is shortly after Medusa gets cursed. Mm. She sprouts snake, snakes for hair, Mm -hmm. which her sisters have. Right. Athena cursed her, quote unquote, to be this monster that looks like her sisters. Right. And at first she's like crying and all of this stuff. And I'm reading it. This is from Uriali's perspective. And at one point Uriali sees her and says, she just looks right. And to me, I'm just like, (laughs) that all these people say that Medusa is such a monster. And meanwhile, her sister is like, she just looks right. She looks perfect. And anyway, so there's so there's this one particular part. Um, so Medusa is asking, was I meant to have snake hair? Was I meant to be more like you? And, uh, Uriali says, no, that was just Athena finding a clever way to punish you. Clever as she thinks of it, I mean. Um, she would have been so pleased with herself punishing you by making you a monster like your sisters. You aren't monsters, Medusa said. Neither are you. Who decides what is a monster? I don't know, said Medusa. Men, I suppose. Period. So, to mortal men, we are monsters. Because of our teeth, our flight, our strength. They fear us, so they call us monsters. But they don't know who you are, Medusa stopped eating and turned from one sister to the other. The snakes never stop swirling around her head. Men call you monsters because they don't understand you. I don't mind being a monster, Yuriali replied. I would rather have power than not. I like being what scares them. There was a pause. I like you having snakes, she added. I didn't like how they hurt you at first. I didn't like how you lost your hair. But I don't see this change as any different from the others, except we know who caused this one. I don't mind the snakes as much now, said Medusa. And I just like... Okay, I'm not going to cry. I, I thought I was going to cry. I'm not going to cry. This whole event that she did not cause, she had nothing to do with, that right. all happened to her. Right. And her sisters are just so sweet and precious. And it's just this beautiful way of seeing how women can be with each other in a healthy way yeah because it also shows how women can be in an unhealthy way obviously athena cursing her shows it's kind of representative not very healthy of her. not very healthy of her not very healthy her. of her to be throwing curses at bitches no but it, it's kind of representative of like women that are so shadowed by the patriarchy yeah. can just like are are just perpetuated and and are you know punishing other women right for for doing nothing right um anyway this book huh i loved it um is it a page turner as far as like fast paced no this is definitely beautiful prose very poetic similar in nature to circe and any other kind of greek retelling um there's not like spice but this is it's just so beautiful and heartbreaking it will make you cry, 
Um, but if you That's want okay. to really delve into, there's especially a character called the Gorgonian, which is the uh, head of Medusa after she's after it's removed. She loses any of that sweetness, and it's just rage. And it there are chapters from this perspective oh that's interesting and it is very telling it's you can see the difference and it's directly addressing the reader so it's second person and it's second person perspective like oh don't you start feeling sorry for him (gasps) don't you start pitying him don't do that that's so cool. It is like stylistically, cool. that's very cool. It's very cool. And the tone shifts and everything. It's not prosy. It's just straight like don't look at this chicken shit. <laughs> like <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. So I loved this book. Highly recommend. Natalie Haynes, she also wrote A Thousand Ships, which is okay. about uh, the Trojan women, I believe. I don't know what her, her other books were, but this one came out in uh, February. So it's very new, but it's very good. I loved it Ooh. so much. It sounds beautiful. Beautiful. So sad. What did you bring? <laughs> All right. I brought a cartoon cover contemporary romance. Hell yeah. And guess what? It's gay. It's gay. It's gay. Look at them. Get out of here, gay. It's, it's uh, Delilah Green Doesn't Care by Ashley Herring Blake. Um, it is this. This is a sapphic contemporary Look romance. Look at that tattooed, I know. black clad baddie. Yeah, Delilah is sort of like this, like tattooed photographer from New York, and uh, Claire is like a vintage fashion loving. <gasps> Single mom. Single mom. Single mom. Single mom. Moms need love too, I know. guys. Uh, that that is one of the ele- okay. I'll I'll get into the story a little bit, but it's one of the elements that I really liked about this book okay. a lot. Um. So, Delilah Green doesn't care. It's about this girl named Delilah. She has sort of like a troubled past. Her parents are all dead. Um. She lives in New York. She's a photographer, like an artistic photographer who's like trying to break into the art scene mm. and is having a lot of trouble. Um, but she's applied to be part of this show at this very prestigious gallery. Um, and she finds out that she got the spot in, <gasps> in this gallery show. Good job. But she gets a call from her stepsister and she's like, when are you flying out? And Delilah's like, what are you talking about? And she's like, remember how you agreed to be the photographer for my wedding <gasps> on the Pacific in the Pacific Northwest? No, no, <laughs> no. Um, in two weeks, <laughs> and you're supposed to be here at some time. And she's like, shit. So she, thankfully, they don't overlap. It's like she's gonna be there the entire two weeks, like right before the show. Okay. Um, but she has to go back to her hometown, which she hates going back to because of all of the memories and sort of the trauma that sure. resides there. Um, and there, she is sort of reintroduced to obviously her stepsister, who she does not have a great relationship with, um, and her stepsister's two bestest friends, um, one of which is Claire. Okay. And she... Uh, gets into town she like settles into the airbnb and then she's like i need to go get a drink goes to like the one bar in this small town and it's like like standing at the bar getting a drink and then little does she know that claire and the other friend whose name i can't remember right now uh iris 
Oh, I like that. Um, they're at the bar, and Claire um, has sort of been going through a dry spell. She has like an uh, an eleven year old daughter. Um, she ended up getting pregnant when she was like nineteen with her like boyfriend at the time, mm. and uh, anyway, she's by and. She sort of had a torrid uh, history with relationships, and she's kind of just like, it's a lot to bring someone in, the kid, and and blah, 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 blah. And sort of every time that her baby daddy comes to town, they sort of have an unfortunate tryst, and then they're like, we shouldn't have done that. Um, Yeah. And he's kind of... Her baby daddy has a little bit of, like... Like, he'll show back up, and he'll be like, I'm staying, and I'm going to do a really good job this time. Mm. And then he'll get, like, kind of, like, overwhelmed, and then just kind of, like, disappear, fall off the face of the planet for a while. Great. He's done this a few times, but he's back in town. He got an apartment here. He's like, I'm really in it this time. And uh-huh. she is sort of in a place where she's like, I will believe it when I see it, but I don't. Yeah. You have a track record, and I cannot have you breaking my daughter's heart again. Yeah. Um, and anyway, so Iris is like, you should get laid. And she's like, what if that sounds like I shouldn't do it? And Iris <laughs> is like, mm, what if you did? Like, I see you I see you looking at that girl over at the bar. And she's like, you know what? Fine. I will. I'll, I'll, I'll do a, do a, she, she goes up do. to flirt with this girl at the bar who happens to be Delilah and okay. Delilah recognizes Claire immediately yeah as one of Astrid and her sister uh, her stepsister's friends uh but Claire doesn't recognize her okay and she's like I'm not gonna say anything I'm just, just gonna, gonna see how this plays out <laughs> I'm gonna see how this plays out I'm just gonna let it ride <laughs> and that that's sort of like the very beginning. Eventually Astrid gets to the bar and she's like, are you flirting with my friend? And they kind of have an argument after that where she's like, what, you have a problem with it? Like, I bet I could I bet I could get her to sleep with me by the time this wedding is over. <laughs> and Astrid's like, shut up. You wouldn't do that. And Claire's like, I wouldn't. I mean, uh, uh, Delilah's like, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. And, <laughs> and Watch me. she's like mostly joking, but also she is attracted to Claire. But she also has, like, a little bit of a baggage from when they were kids because her parents, their parents got married and then her dad died at, like, when they were, like, in their, mm. like, preteens. Yeah. And she didn't feel very supported by the family. She sort of felt ignored and, like, shoved to the side. Oh, man. And, yeah. So that is sort of the situation okay. that we drop ourselves into. Neither of them seem like the long-term relationship type. Well, no. Delilah is very much not, like, this. Like one of the first <laughs> scenes in the book is her, like, waking up after a one-night stand in some girl's apartment. She's mm. like, <laughs> who is this woman? What is her name? What is her name? <laughs> what is her name? Been uh, um, there, done that, you know? <laughs> can't remember her name. Um, and Claire is the sort of person where she's like, I have never really been able to separate feelings and sex, which is one of the reasons why she keeps falling back on baby daddy. Yeah. Um, but she's like, I gotta try. I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try because I'm very attracted to her. And also, like, I shouldn't do it, but like, why shouldn't I? Why shouldn't I? Why shouldn't I have fun? 
Meanwhile, Astrid is getting married to this absolute stupid misogynistic chad of a of a rich white frat boy oh god and the girlies are like they have they go to like their engagement party or their bridal party or whatever and they meet him for the first time like this is the first time like that even her friends have met him and like they all walk out of that party and they're like he no. sucks. <laughs> no, this she ain't cannot one. marry this guy. And Astrid's like, I also think <laughs> Maggie got the silicone noodle stuck oh, in her no. hair. <laughs> I'm so sorry. They're really in there. <laughs> oh God. Oh God. Okay. 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 Sorry. All right. We've we've extricated them. Anyway, um, they all sort of get out of this party, and they're like this guy sucks she cannot marry this man like she doesn't seem happy or like excited she's just kind of going along with what he says we cannot let her marry him we need to create a plan to sabotage this oh that's terrible not like like not sabotage but like get her plan to see right to get her to realize that she can't marry this man okay um but because we don't know how to talk to her about it because we feel like she's just gonna shut us down if we are like you can't marry this guy yeah um and delilah is like i mean astrid can do whatever the fuck she wants but i don't like this guy and i like to screw things up so i'm (laughs) why did you do it again You need <laughs> that is worse. You did it worse this time. She really got it tangled in there this time. Oh no, <laughs> <don't know. It's laughs> you twisted it all up before you did it, and now it's all twisted. Mom. <laughs> Mom, oh my god! Okay, okay. Move your hand. Ow! <laughs> Quit bitching! Quit your bitching! You got, you got yourself into this situation. I feel, I fully feel like a five-year-old kid going to my mom with gum in my hair. Just like, mommy! Oh my god. I'm so, so, so sorry. <laughs> your hair is so <laughs> fucked up on that side now. Hold on, hold on. tricks maggie <laughs> i won't do it again <laughs> or at least put your hair up first. mom <gasps> okay um your book yeah what was i saying uh, oh so they have to they have to find a way to to get astrid to realize that she can't marry this guy and delilah's like i'm down for whatever i don't like him but also like Astrid can do whatever the fuck she wants. I don't really care. Yeah. Um, meanwhile, Claire and Delilah are sort of really Trying. starting to become very attracted to each other and being being very like, I shouldn't do that. But also like, why shouldn't I do that? And they eventually decide we're going to we can sleep with each other. We can <gasps> we can do something very casual. Yeah. Um, very much does not 
stay casual though spoiler alert in the romance book it doesn't stay casual no Um, it's and it's very cute the 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 story is very fun too because like i almost cried toward the end because there's a lot of like family stuff and like like the sister stuff in here and like stuff that that's revealed toward the end is like very like like heart-wrenching yeah with like the sort of family dynamics of what's going on and the perception of the past that people have because they're all they all knew each other as kids yeah um but also their spice Ooh. <laughs> their spice Clutch my pearls there's good spice in it there it's a hot minute before the spice comes in this is definitely not like a it's probably like a 3.5 peppers okay. situation. It's not as spice heavy as some of the other things that I tend to bring. Also, I have a physical book today. Yeah, I was so confused when I saw a physical I book know. that I just looked at it. And Jillian was like, don't look at the cover. Don't look at it. Spoiler alert. I said, I'm sorry. I'm not used to this. <laughs> it smells like a book. It's so fun. <laughs> Any- they are very cute and like i said the dynamic with the with the kid is very sweet i mm. thought it was very cool to see like that's not a common thing to see someone yeah, who has kids single as a single parent as a romance lead yeah. like that is not a common thing to see and you know there's a lot of you know family dynamics in that situation too with the with the with the dad coming back into the picture and like the daughters you know a preteen like really starting to want to be more independent and and really starting to like get into things and she's 11 and like it takes a toll but also she's like trying to ride a line and she's a good mom but like she's also trying to balance that with everything else and not like bring her kid into anything too early and like but but she does meet delilah and ruby is the daughter's name she loves delilah and um there's a very cute scene where delilah teaches her how to like do like base like basics of photography like teaches her how to take cool pictures and like edit them on her phone and then like she goes off and is like taking pictures in the woods and delilah's like no these are really good like like talking to her like some very cute scenes between just them where they like bond and that is a really cute like extra added element yeah to the dynamic um which I just thought was very sweet. And, like, the sex scenes, like, they range from, like, hot and heavy to, like, this is an important character moment. And we are, like, I this is the one page that I dog-eared mm-hmm. was, um, toward the end, I'll read a little bit to you. Um, this is after they had, like, a cute little, little date. She took her on, like, a little date. Okay. Um... 
They didn't talk the entire drive back. They didn't talk when they pulled into Claire's driveway or when Delilah flipped up her ridiculous umbrella and put her arm around Claire's shoulders, shielding her from the rain as they ran up the front walk. They didn't talk as Claire unlocked her door and let them into the dark house, both of their shirts spotted with water. Claire didn't turn on any lights or offer Delilah a drink. She simply took Delilah's hand and led her to the bedroom. There, Claire undressed her slowly and with a serious look on her face that made Delilah's throat go thick. Claire's fingers shook, and Delilah grabbed her hand, pressed her mouth to Claire's palm. Claire inhaled a ragged breath, but still, neither woman spoke. The room was dark, the only sound their breathing, cotton sliding over skin and puddling on the ground. Claire pushed Delilah's sternum, directing her to lie back on the bed. As Delilah obeyed, she kept trying to think of something to say, to laugh about, but none of this felt funny. It didn't feel desperate or like a distraction or something they both needed to relieve some stress. It didn't feel like a spillover of pent-up lust. It felt like it was on purpose. Oh. I know. Oh. It's very sweet and very like heart wrenching and I just thought it was really nice. There was there was not a lot of of low reviews and the low reviews that there were were long. But basically they were saying that they didn't like Delilah because they were like she was just so like I just felt like there wasn't much going on with her except she's like grumpy and has baggage and blah 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 blah. blah. And it's like there's a little bit of a grumpy sunshine element going on here. There is. Um, and, but I feel like that's, like, come on, give me a break. Someone was like, I feel like in lesbian romance these days, like, one of the, one of the um, female leads is always, like, totally bogged down with, like, all of this, like, past, like, trauma and stress and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, that's just a book, babe. No, that, yeah, that's just that's, that's just, just like a two, book. That's just like that's two just, characters in a book. That's just like a romance novel. What are you expecting? Like a like a what are you I, expecting out of a lesbian romance? Like, I, what are you expecting out of a romance? Period. Like are you expecting like, two they've got women have, that are exactly the same that are exactly the same and have never had anything difficult happen to them and they have no baggage and no problems. And, oh, I'm sorry. You're looking for lesbian porn. That's what you're. Oh, looking for. you're looking for. A, oh, you're looking for a hentai. Okay. There's other places to get that. That's, you can get that. Um, you can get that. Not in this lovely purple book. Um, <laughs> but yeah. I really liked it. I'd say five. I'd say four point five stars. Four point five. Three point five peppers. Okay, I was very cute. I really love. Speaking of that shift, uh, that that quote that you read, I go so feral for the sex scenes when they actually like love each other at that Mm -hmm. point. There's that moment where it's like the first time. Either it's like a hate you know hate fucking or it's like you know like a oh my caught up in the moment right, kind right. of thing mm-hmm. those are amazing we love those but I really love the ones when they're just like letting go and trusting each other and there's that shift yeah and it's so nice right <sighs> yeah it's so nice and so sweet and yeah. soft yeah I and I love that that we got a mom yeah I love that so much. Us MILFs are out here just trying to be MILFs. We're just trying to be MILFs. And if there's anything that Claire is, it's a fucking MILF. Period. So. I love that. uh, Delilah Green doesn't care. Super cute. Uh, There's also um, a second book that's about Astrid. Um, 
so I have to get on that one soon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I haven't yet. Anyway. Okay. Yeah, so Maggie, mm. in, in terms of mouthfeel. Oh, God. How would you describe, side note, did you give a star rating? I didn't. I was just so <laughs> Um, Stone Blind, I'm going to give it a, I'm going to give it a four out of five. It's not my typical book that I like to read, but it definitely was one that I'm glad I read. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, So four out of five stars. Obviously zero peppers. Yeah. This is not a sexy book. This is not a sexy book. Unless you love beautiful prose. Super sexy. It does get me a little hard. (laughs) (laughs) It really, it really greases the peach. It makes me a little bit. I discovered, um, I was watching a show and they said grease the peach. Um, that's funny. Instead I just, of getting hard. And that truly, that's it. That's it. That's the one. Um, so anyway. So in terms of mouthfeel. In terms of mouthfeel. Oof. Um, this is a, you are on a beach and this is not a an enjoyable beach weather moment this is um this there's a storm the wind is whipping your hair your clothes okay um it is like dark stormy clouds up above really violent looking waves out in front of you there's sand is blowing hard and beating like kind of like hurting your skin when it hits you um this is tough because i always like to try to do a positive spin but this one is i mean we know how this one ends yeah um but you hear you hear the beating of wings Mm -hmm. and there is there is rage you feel rage in the air but you also feel strength right and determination and you feel a lot of these forces working against you but there's also this like determination of fuck it yeah i'm just going to keep going i might as well just dive in the water honestly just go for a swim yeah I'll do it. That I don't know. That, That's it. It's hard to do a mouthfeel with this one. It, right. Because it's very, yeah. I mean, and you know how it ends. So it's, it's uh, unfortunately, it's not very positive mouthfeel. But it That's is okay. lovely. Not lovely. <sighs> well. Okay, well, mouthfeel for this one. Delilah Green doesn't care. This is a lavender oat milk latte. Yeah. Um... This is a lavender oat milk latte outside of a local small business um, bookstore downtown Mm. at sunset. Ooh. And you're like finishing it up and then you're going to go get a drink with your gals. That's lovely. That's this. So read mine first. And then you're going to eat someone's pussy after. You always take it there. <laughs> I was going to say, read mine first, and then Jillian's is a lovely palate cleanser. And yeah. oh, I'm so mad I said palate cleanser after you. <laughs> Damn it. You know? That's not what I meant. 
Yeah. But, but maybe it is. Maybe it is. Maybe it is. I, I, don't, I don't know that, but I do know one thing. You know what you need to do. Charge your vibrator. Amen. Amen. Thanks so much for coming. This has been Jillian. And this has been Maggie. Don't forget to charge your vibrator, guys. <laughs> Love you. Love you. I can do it. I can't do it. I can do it. Thanks for listening to our show. For more content from us, follow us on TikTok and Instagram at a podcast of smut and dragons. If you want to follow either of us individually, you can find me, Maggie, on Instagram and TikTok at T with Margaret and Jillian on Instagram and TikTok at Jillian Keishlin Art. Leave us a comment and say hi, guys. We would love to hear from you and hear about your thoughts on the books we've read. Also, please be lovely and leave us a little sassy review on Apple Podcasts. Tell us we sound nice. That's all for now, babes. See you in two weeks for our next episode. Okay, scram. Love ya. <laughs>